This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we discuss robotic waiters, taking a look at how they operate and where the technology solution works best. For more, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Welcome back. Hi, Claudia. Good to be here. So recent reports show that employment numbers are starting to pick back up in the industry. But I feel like we all know that staffing has been and continues to be a major challenge. And we're seeing operators increasingly look to technology to maybe help alleviate some of those problems. So can you tell us a little bit more about the main purpose behind the robotic waiter? Robotic waiters, also known as robo-waiters, are fully automated machines that can do everything from running food, they can bust dirty dishes, and sometimes they can even act as a host where they'll lead people to their table. A lot of them have these fun attributes. Some are shaped like cats, others can sing people happy birthday, and many of them can say small phrases like hello and thank you and even please take your food when they arrive to your table. But the main draw is that they're really helping out short staff teams and taking over some of those monotonous tasks that burden existing servers, especially now that staff is down. Yeah. I also feel like you have your own social media person built into your restaurant with these things. I mean, I can't imagine even me not going into a restaurant and just filming if I saw a cat taking my waiter, a cat waiter, or sorry, a robotic cat waiter taking my order or taking my plates back to Uh, back, you know, to the back. I know my own cat would not do that. So, (laughs) (laughs) but I think in addition to the fun stuff, that's probably naturally why we're seeing these start to trend, especially within the full service, fast, casual space. Would I have that right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, this type of technology is already commonplace in many countries across Asia. And now we're seeing it show up more here in the States where finding enough front of house staff is just a challenge for so many restaurants. We know with a tight team, it's easy for staff to get stressed out. And even without a tight team, it's easy for this industry to get burnt out. And it's often why people leave the industry. So robo-waiters can essentially act as assistants and help with Mm -hmm. some of that heavy lifting. Some of them can run as many as seven or 10 entrees at a time, and they can carry tables full of dirty dishware dishware back to the dishwasher, which kind of alleviates that step and all those back and forths for the wait staff. Mm-hmm. With a robot, you know, they can work an eight hour shift and their quote unquote muscles aren't going to get tired. And also in handling some of those heavy lifting tasks, it frees up staff to do more of what's generally considered the rewarding parts of the job, like engaging with customers. And we know that brings potentially more opportunity to earn higher tips. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have the worker part of this down. Tell us a little bit more about how these robo-waiters actually work. I know that you spoke with technology company Bear Robotics about their model, the Servi. What did you learn from that? Yeah, Bear Robotics has a waiter called Servi, and it looks a lot less like what you'd picture when thinking of a stereotypical robot and more like a rolling multi-level shelf. It has two 16-inch trays and a bus tub, and this rolling shelf is able to carry up to 60 pounds. In terms of how the process gets started, Bear Robotics will ship out a robot to a restaurant and then they'll send out a deployment team to that restaurant that's going to essentially map out the entire restaurant using the the robot. Mm -hmm. Co-founder Juan Higueros, he describes it kind of like pushing a lawnmower, only you're pushing this robot around the restaurant. And during that time period, it's going to map out the four walls and also everything in between. 
All of these details, they're immediately uploaded to Bear Robotics Cloud Platform. And so they basically serve as the robot's memory. And then on top of that, there's software built on top that tells the robot what to do and where to go. So these robots, they have several cameras built into them. And also they have laser technology called LiDAR that provides the robot with a vision of what's ahead. And then this software will kick in and trigger the robot on how to act according to what the robot's seeing and what's detected. So just for example, when a robot sees a human in its path, that software, it's going to trigger it to pause. And it might even trigger it to say something like, excuse me, and then the robot will roll around the customer. Oh, that's interesting. So tell us a little bit more about what this actually looks like during service then. As I just mentioned, robots have some limited speech, but they can't hold a full conversation. They're not quite you know, at the capacity of a human. So at this point, you still have human servers taking each order and then entering those orders into the POS. But it's when an order is ready to go that the robot jumps in. So a server or also an expediter will load the food onto the robot's tray. And usually this robot, it's programmed to go back and forth from the kitchen. So there's like a station near the kitchen where it knows to return. And the the servers will load the food and then using a built-in screen on the robot, they'll click on the appropriate table number or a designated delivery point and they'll simply hit go. From that point, the robot knows where to go based on that built-in map and it'll either roll straight to a table and tell customers to please retrieve their food or it can roll to a designated station where then the servers will take the food and do that final drop. All along the way, data is being collected, and this way operators can see how much that robot's actually getting put to use. They'll get daily KPIs that include stats like distances traveled and number of trips made, which really allows the operator to track the ROI and also just encourage staff to take advantage of its assistance. Mm, Interesting. So speaking of that ROI, how does Bear Robotics price these surveys? Typically, restaurants enter a three-year contract and they're leasing out the robot. With this price, uh, it it equals about $30 per day or roughly $1,000 a month. Mm -hmm. If the robot's getting a lot of use, that can actually prove to be relatively affordable. It breaks down to $3.75 an hour if the robot's used for these daily eight-hour shifts. And if you use it for the the robot's full 12-hour battery life, that price drops even further down to $2.50 an hour. But again, you have to be a larger operation that's really putting this robot into everyday use for those numbers to work out. A few of Bear Robotics' clients include national chains like Chili's and Denny's and Rita's. And if you're a bit smaller, you'd want to estimate your usage and run the numbers before kind of considering this investment. Mm-hmm. Beyond the price, then, what are some of the other major factors that restaurants need to think about when considering this option? If you run a largely outdoor operation, this is probably not the right solution for you. Right now, with weather and other outdoor logistics, Bear Robotics doesn't lease its robo-waiters for outside. Oh. And that's true for a lot of other companies as well. And then along those same lines, you want to assess the layout of your restaurant. If you have a ton of really steep inclines or you have a giant step that separates your kitchen from your dining room, these are still robots we're talking about, and they're just not able to navigate those kinds of things at this point. And then probably the biggest factor to consider is your style of restaurant. 
Barobotics is very transparent that fine dining isn't their target market. Mm -hmm. And typically, fine dining restaurants aren't large enough to benefit from this type of technology anyway. But also, you know, there's that human touch element, and that's kind of what makes fine dining what it is today. On the flip side, if you're in the casual full service space and you're struggling to find staff, you know, Claudia, as you mentioned earlier, these robots can actually draw in customers with that novelty aspect. Sure. And they can be an all around useful option to test out. Likely, this is going to become an even more affordable option, too, in the years ahead as we see new competitors enter the space and those existing companies like Bear Robotics continue to grow. Very interesting. Thanks so much for giving us a window on how to, how these robo-waiters work, Grace. Uh, we look forward to watching this industry advance further into technology. Thanks, Claudia. Happy to be here. That's all for this week, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs>